This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. The Australian Bureau of Statistics will be giving all eligible Australians the opportunity to express their view on whether Australian marriage laws should be changed to allow same-sex couples to marry. Survey forms will be sent to all eligible Australians on the Commonwealth electoral roll. To participate, you must be enrolled. To enrol, check or update your details, visit the AEC website, search AEC or visit an AEC office. The roll closes Thursday, August 24. Authorised by the Australian Bureau of Statistics, Canberra. Spoken by Jake Downs. Joy Sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Tag team. Welcome back, everyone. We are the tag team on Joy 94.9. Dave kicking us off with another one of his dying cat woo. I thought my woo was pretty good this morning. You've been practicing. I'm definitely improving. Race. Yeah. You've been practicing. What have we got in store, guys? Oh, we have got a bumper show coming up. We really do. Guys, that, that song we just played was Deja Vu, and it is Deja Vu again because <laughs> we are back. The three of us reunited. Yeah. Well, very animated make, this morning. That does make it a little bit sound like it's the same old, same old. <laughs> that's not the case. Though. It's a brand new show. It's a deja vu in a brand new way. We've gone back. We've got. We've had a creative hiatus. Yes, and we've come back brimming with creativity through our luscious pause. We've got. We've gone away for six weeks, and the world's gone mad. The world uh, has gone mad. That's what happened. We, we weren't going to come back, to be honest. But then we learned about this voluntary, non-binding, non-compulsory postal vote, and we thought the tag team. They're going to sort this out. And guys. also, to come in and help us out is Felicity Marlowe at 8 o'clock from Rainbow Family Victoria. Right. We can't do it all on ourselves. Yeah. We're going to have We've a chat with Felicity Marlowe at 8 o'clock. Stick around for that. I've got a great postal gag coming up as well. Do you? Have you been working on that? I have been Harry, you've spent about six or seven months away in at clown school. Months. I yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> she's gone to clown school in France for six weeks, and she's come back with one joke about the postal vote. <laughs> so stick around for that, because it cost her thousands of euros. So. <laughs> joy.org.au Hunter, where's your muff, mate? Where's you on? are mad for a chocolate muff in the morning. Yeah, where it's is like your muffin? It's like clockwork. You come in, you have a big old chocolate muffin. It's not that and, big. Oh, it's it traditional. is. It's oh. traditional. Oh, oh it is. Harry, I saw um, <laughs> Dave the Apprentice, when was it, last week? Last Saturday night. night. We yeah, went yeah. to a, a fundraiser for the, the Melbourne, Melbourne such and such, the Spikers, the volleyball, gay volleyball <laughs> team. Yeah. yeah. I did think it was the gay water polo team, to be honest. I was oh. a little disappointed when I got there, but it was yeah. a great night. It was a great night all around. Where are you going with this? Oh, well, I was there with uh, Reed, my boyfriend. boyfriend. Reed, Your boyfriend. Reed between the lines. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's, that's Dave the Apprentice over there. Come over, I'll introduce <laughs> you. <laughs> Come on, I'll introduce you. So I'm like, Dave the Apprentice, this is Reed. Reed, this is Dave the Apprentice. And you know what Dave the Apprentice opened with? The first thing he said? First what? line. Do you know every week he has a huge chocolate muffin? <laughs> <laughs> I like, my, I like my impersonation. That's great. I was like, what? well, you do, aren't you? You have a big muffin every Tuesday morning. You didn't even say nice to meet you. You I, were just like, did you know? I like to keep people, you know, I like to get them off guard. You like you to know? keep people fat and sad. Um, That's what you like to keep them. Well, it's Speak- actually, what's happened? Is it, where is your muffin this morning? Have I... Well, it's not here. As you can see, I've got one very sad-looking mandarin. He's a he's a change woman. Came in this morning. He's got a bowl of oats. He's got a cup of yeah, he's got he's a cup a of green man. tea, herbal but you know tea. But you know what? Really annoys me. Hunter gets on the front foot and just attacks me in the. It's this early in the oh, morning. When it's betrayal. When I've been betrayed. Yeah. Uh, to- speaking of betrayal, Ooh. you two went to an event without me. 
because oh, no. I was knocking about well, and you two well, were like, no. oh yeah, I'm going to the Spikers. Oh, no. Hunter oh, couldn't stop talking about the water polo team. I was like, don't want to disappoint you. I've got more. You, you and me going to fall out, Dave, because there was no invite for me. No, you were in Paris, I'm pretty sure. Speaking of. I was back. Speaking of the greatest betrayal, this is like, they're just entrees to what the trivia night was. So, Hunter, <laughs> I scan across the room just to see where my good radio friend Hunter is. Where is he? Chummy right next to my ex-boyfriend. <gasps> On the same table, same team as my ex-boyfriend. That's true. And true. He's, he's got the, uh, the, you know, the heart <laughs> to go about exactly. the muffin. It's true, it's true. Your ex-boyfriend was our team captain. Uh, he was sort of running the show. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew. I mean, I did know that. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you messaged me on the day to tell me that. I absolutely knew that. And I thought I'd Free see warning. Dave and give him a big old wave. Yeah, so Who's I like how you've seen that and you're like, if he comes over here, I'm going to mention that chocolate muffin instantly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I have today. As it was we, a revenge As we walked away, you know, Reed's only like a new boyfriend of mine. And as we walked away, he was like... Do you really have a chocolate muffin every morning? And I, you know, there's a single tear run down my cheek. <laughs> I said, not anymore, Reed. <gasps> not anymore. Joy.org.au Look out, swingers, there's a new player in town. That's right, he knows his way around a stick. You trust him with your balls. Captain of the <laughs> team, the captain of your heart, it's Dave Sportsrat. Thanks, Hunter. And we're starting with the new name on Australian sports agenda. It's Danny Stevens. Uh, she is our discus world uh, world record holder. So she's through 69.64 metres in the discus. Really? Is that very good, is it? Yeah, it is. My yeah. friend Megan used to be a ripper on the discus. She was a nubbly little thing as a young woman. Uh, she, that means she claimed uh, silver in the World Championships in London. And her throw was 92 centimetres longer than the previous Aussie record in 1994, would you right. believe? Okay, well, good luck for her. Yeah, go Danny Stevens. We'll follow her. AFL News, Harry, your Crows, oh, they're set to host the biggest game of the year, hosting the Swans this Friday night in the game of the round. A win for the Crows will place them as massive flag favourites, really? if they're not already. We're the pride of South Australia, we're the mighty Adelaide Crows. Adelaide have got the worst chant ever, right? You know, cool chant. No, 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 when, when you're like in the crowd and you know like you're like oh. trying to get them going, they go, Adelaide Adelaide. Oh, every team's like that. Uh, other news, Giants bad boy Toby Green escaped suspension for his big high boot on the pretty oh, face of Luke Dalhouse. Really? Yeah. That sounds oh, pretty sexual. I don't, not sure I understand it. Moving on. Yeah, yep. Uh, world's fastest man Usain Bolt finished his career with a farewell lap at London, limping around and waving goodbye to the fans. He has said that he's not going to come back. Well, didn't he come third? Uh, well, yeah, I think I'd he say, comes second. Let's start again. World's third fastest man. Yeah. Well... With his hamstring injury now, he's the world's slowest man around the uh, <laughs> uh, London track with the farewell lap, but he was. He was what a way to fall. Oh, well, that's slow. it. Thanks for your first report on Dave's Sports Wrap. Joy.org.au Am I a banker? Yes. Okay, well, we're all aware of the, the apps, you know, the Grind and the Tinder and all those apps. We're the all, dating apps. The dating apps. Dating. We're all aware of having a chat at the bars and meeting people that way or down the streets or so forth. We're all aware of how you meet somebody. Multiple ways. To Multiple meet. Ways. Really, there's no excuse for a single man. Yep. Okay, well, I found another avenue. And some um, people might not be aware of this. Okay. So I was at work the other day and somebody came in, a very attractive man, and I felt like a bit of a vibe, a bit of him checking me really? out, me checking him out. And you, so you were, um, so like he was a customer? Is that he was a, uh, no, not a customer, like a, just like a, a cl- like a, someone you Distributor type, yeah, I get yeah. it, I get it. He was okay. servicing us. All right, already oh, said. Oh, hello. <laughs> 
someone else's sense. bed. Sounds, sounds like case closed. Um, so I felt there was a bit of vibe there. So nice. I decided that I'll try it. I went up to the person that he, that, that guy had met with. I'm like, oh, who did you meet with us there? Just to suss him out a little bit. Get the name. Get, oh, well, I didn't get the name, but I get the name of the company. That'll do. Yep. Search for the company through which app? Grinder. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Excellent. And it, Drowning in D over yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. So it was only eight people that worked for that company that was on LinkedIn, and uh, funnily enough, he was one of oh, them. I thought you said, there's only eight people on LinkedIn, so it's easy to find. <laughs> easy to find. So did you, mes- did you message him on LinkedIn? I connected with him, and I messaged him, uh, and uh, he's read the message and hasn't responded. Oh! Now, it was only a very generic message. It was just like... Uh, Will you love me? (laughs) (laughs) I like you. I'm sick of the apps. This is my last resort. Joy.org.au I got to tell you about my LinkedIn. Oh, oh yes. So, Are you so, a banker? No, well, it's, it's not my. It's not me. It's, it's a friend of mine okay. who um, used a traditional app to find a night of fun. So yes. stayed away from LinkedIn. Went for a, a dating app, uh, and sort of had had a one night stand situation. And then he waved goodbye to the fellow at the door. And then within three minutes, he got a on his phone, and it was a notification saying the guy had added him on LinkedIn. Oh, that's a bit is weird. Is that bad? Yeah, it is. What's well, about weird. Why? It is a bit having weird. A, having a random one-night stand and then being added on your professional yeah. network yeah, on Yeah, no, but you've got to get verified and those connections really take you places. You think? You think? That's... <laughs> You could just shake your way to the top, I suppose. Can I actually ask for some advice on the LinkedIn? Now, do I just unmatch him now? Do I just... No, I don't, know, I don't know the terms unmatch, but do I just delete the connection now? No, because then it's too obvious that you're looking for a date. You need to pretend that you might be interested in some sort of business relationship Oh, yes, okay. Yep. Yeah, Chuck, yeah. you've got a 20% offer or something for a wrap. Send yeah. him one of those. It's oh, I about, should message him. For a lot it's message. all about business connection. You just need to find out what he can do for you, if he's a business top or if he's a business bottom. That sort of <laughs> ask, ask not what your business can do for you, but what you can do for your LinkedIn yeah. profile. <laughs> joy.org.au Hunter, you've been um, away as well. Oh, yes, in uh, Germany and uh, London mainly. Thanks for Oh, well, guten Morgen to you. Guten Morgen to you, yes. And now... Did you pick up um, a little a little something on your travels? Did you did you treat yourself while he was away? Uh, not of the language, but I have brought back some German sort of sensibilities. I'm uh, you know very on time, uh, yep. regimented, regimented, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. a lot of that. Um, I had a bit of a disaster. I don't know if it's uh, it's pretty uh, it's a pretty dodgy story. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the family friendly version, so you might have to fill in the blanks, right? Okay. I went to Germany. I went to sort of like an adult Wonderland store. Yeah. Picked up a couple of. Uh, German treats for myself yeah. and then went mm. immediately there to meet a friend of mine and we went up to the top of the rotating restaurant, you know, up a tower. Oh, that sounds classy. <laughs> are you telling us about the what? tower or are you winding us Hunter, up? Hunter is a culture vulture, so you went straight to the top of the revolving restaurant <laughs> in, of all the things to do, yeah. you went straight to the top of the revolving... Yeah, mm. sorry, carry on. The thing is, though, I had the, I had the treat I bought myself in my the pocket. The muffin? Oh, and no. because No, not a muffin, not a muffin. I had it in my pocket and when I went into the revolving tower, yeah. you had to go through x-ray security to get it. Oh, this is going to be... Uh... So there I am in line. I'm thinking, I can't go through the x-ray machine because they're going to see what's in my pocket and it looks like I'm going to kidnap someone. That's what <gasps> it looks like. So I start panicking out. My friend's nearly there. I see a train station over the road. So I think, oh, I'll run over and see if I can rent a locker at the train station and right. just put, the, put it in there, you know? Mm. Yeah. But there was no locker. So I came back. I'm in the line. I got the sweats. My friend's yeah. like, what's wrong? What's wrong? In the end, I was like, I can't go in. I can't go in. I've got something in my pocket. I don't want them to see it. They're going to see it. So in the end, he volunteered his tribute. He said, I'll take it. Right. I'll take it. Oh, so nice. I stuffed it in, so I pushed him through. And then just before I got there, the person was like, oh, oh, excuse me, sir. If you want to cloak your jacket, you need to use the cloakroom downstairs because there's no cloakroom upstairs. Oh, nice. So I put the whole filthy mouth mess in the cloakroom. Joy.org.au
Now, guys, I want to talk about the Don't postal... Know. What are we calling it? We're calling it the postal vote, the non-binding, non-compulsory postal vote. It happened while we were on holiday. Harry, yeah. you've been in a spin about it, babe, haven't you? I have. I've been calling it... I had an absolute corker. I've been calling it male privilege, as in M-A-I-L. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's very good. Good. Yeah. You should use that. I know. Well, I sent it to Hunter the other day, and he's like, babe, what are you talking about? What is this male privilege? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Yeah, Did yeah. Did you explain I- that? Because I loved it just then when you explained it properly. I know, but I don't know. Maybe written down. Maybe you got a. I'm glad it landed anyway. It, it landed excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it landed. If nothing else comes out of this, I got a good singer. So, guys, it, we've been feeling quite inspired, the three of us, and we're going to tag team's going to get quite uh, political on your ass uh, for the next couple of weeks. As and we we're go not going to say that again. <laughs> Political on your ass. Nope. Oh, no. Yeah. I just wanted to get no, it out no, of my system. No, if no, there is no, one no, thing no. we're going to boycott, it's that yeah, saying. Yeah, and okay. that's it. All right. And that's the end of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're going to get out there, right? So yeah. um, we know there's a High Court challenge underway, and we're going to be talking to Felicity Marlowe very soon yeah. at 8 o'clock. She's going to run us through that. But planning, if if if, 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 if a challenge fails, uh, we might have to get out there in the street. So we've decided, as a tag team, we're going to challenge each other uh, to do one thing a week that could help the campaign, and we want you to come along with us. Yeah. So this this week, we're thinking, um, let's get our allies together and make sure they're our allies. So we're going to each pick one straighty that we know. Three. I think we should go three. Three? Three. All right. We've got to stretch. We're going to go um, three straight pe- people that we know, and we're going to get in touch with them and just ask them, are they are their address up to date and are they enrolled? Exactly. Because we think, you know, when we sort of operate maybe here at Joy, uh, maybe where, where I work anyway, sometimes you can be in a bit of a gay bubble and it, ha- it might feel that everybody knows that they need to update their addresses and everybody knows that they need to confirm that mm. they are enrolled. Mm. So we think this week's challenge is to reach out to someone outside of that bubble yeah. who probably, who might not even thought about it at all yeah, and exactly. hit them up and let them know what they have to do because people do want to help if they're sort of, you know, engaged. And guys, I think, I think it's really important for us to step out of our Facebook bubble as well. You know, like, all the people that um, a lot of us are friends with on Facebook are aligned to our way of thinking and yeah, want that change. So let's let's pick someone not on our Facebook and actually reach out to them IRL. Just for clarification, we are going to reach out to three straight people and we're going to ask them to reach out yep. to three straight people. Yep the three of their friends. But you have to do it too. So we want you to stay in touch with us. You can hit us up on the text line or email. You can tell us now, maybe some of the people that you're going to hear up or what ideas you have. And then next week, we're going to report back and you have to report back too. So if you're listening now, you're part of the tag team crew and you have yep. to be, we're going to hold you accountable. It's not all fun and games. Joy.org.au there's been lots of big stories affecting our community, obviously, but perhaps the biggest story of all is the postal vote for marriage equality. And joining us on the phone right now is somebody who really is in the eye of the storm of this, this debate as we go to the High Court. It is Felicity Marlowe. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Holy dooly, Felicity. What a couple of weeks. How are you feeling about it all? <laughs> it is rather exhausting, but um, <laughs> it's so important to, to really get our message out that the postal vote is just has to has to stop. So, yeah, it's one of those things. There's a lot of support out there in the community to keep us all going, which is fantastic. And are you feeling positive about it? I'm really feeling positive that we'll have our day in court on the 6th of September and that our arguments will be heard. So, you know, these things are now in the lap of the five or seven judges of the High Court, um, but I'm really positive about the outcome of that day. Now, Fingers crossed. Now, Felicity, you're, you're one of the parties that's challenging this postal vote in the High Court. Can you just give us a basic rundown um, of the basis for the challenge? Sure. So there's two different organisations or groups going um, who have filed to say to the High Court this postal vote doesn't meet a whole range of constitutional requirements. So... Well, my argument is more about the damage and vilification that our families and children and young LGBTIQ people will be faced by a postal vote 
the premise of our main argument is that it's unconstitutional and that the money side of things, the way the government um, finds the money to run things like a postal vote, haven't hasn't gone through proper process. So it's kind of highfalutin constitutional law, um, but it is it has grounds. Now, Felicity, this is really putting you and your family at the centre of this debate. Has there been much of an emotional toll for you so far? I did spend quite a few times last week crying into my coffee in the local cafes. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> as I say, I think it's just that thing of, um, you know, I've looked around the coffee shop and yesterday I had to take one of my kids to emergency because they hit their head on the trampoline. I oh, just no. sat there in the waiting room, which is, you know, an amazing sea of humanity. And was just struck by everyone here has to A, enrol and B, will get to vote on whether I'm a good parent or not. Um, and I just have had a few of those waves of moments over the last couple of days of being in just ordinary public, you know, at the shops, at the chemist, in the school pickup, mm. where I've thought, oh my goodness, all these people get a chance to have their say. It's none of their business. So mm. that's kind of been a bit tricky, I think. But look, you know, we've had a lot of people supporting us personally, but I think there's a lot of self-care going on. We um, had a spontaneous family party with a whole lot of friends and kids on Saturday night and I think, you know, we're going to do a bit of potluck dinners across the next couple of months at different people's houses just to keep ourselves, our spirits up. So I really think if people can reach out to other people and talk about how they're feeling, that's going to help. I think that's a good point, and I think self-care is really worth thinking about and, and wondering, you know, what sort of, uh, it's you know, it, we can't rely on everybody perhaps to get involved in major ways because some people sort of deal with it emotionally in, in different ways. I know you're putting all your effort into the High Court Challenge at the moment, but if we can just imagine that, that going forward and, and there is a vote, do you think that you'll, you'll throw yourself into a yes campaign? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm taking on the High Court Challenge as a sort of personal litigant myself but I'm also the convener of Rainbow Families Victoria and we're very keen to step up to vote positively and to, to encourage our communities and our families and what make to vote yes. Um, we're putting things out now on our Facebook page around enrolling to vote, particularly families where they might have eighteen year olds in their homes who need to get organised and get down get online and we're also definitely um, we're putting things out there about how best to vote yes and the way we think that we're still sort of talking to families about it. I guess the secondary issue for us too is how we support our kids and families in schools and childcare. So we're doing a bit of work across sharing those messages with um, the families of other other kids in our communities who are our allies on our sports teams, in our schools, that kind of thing, to also encourage them about why yes vote is really important. Excellent. Well, Felicity, we will keep you in our minds over the next couple of weeks. Good luck with the case. Uh, thank you so much for speaking to us, and we'll, and we'll touch in later on as well. Thank you so much. Love your work. Fantastic. Thank you. See you later. Joy.org.au I don't know if you know, but I've been to um, to France, to Francais. Oh, oh. I thought you hadn't mentioned it, but... Yeah. <laughs> We've copped it all morning. And I mean, parlez-vous Francais. Oh. Now, you've been off to clown school. Yes. Been clowning around in so Paris. you weren't a clown enough. Now, I wanted... I, you know, I'm not going to go into, you know, all of the gory details, but I thought I'd give you my top three facts. That'd be great, because you know, like, Dave and I would honestly, very honestly, love to have gone to clown school, but unfortunately we don't have the wealth or the inclination mm. to do so. I, I'll tell you a story, actually, just quickly. I, my family, we used to actually manufacture clown shoes. And let me tell you, there's no... <laughs> it, it's, it's no small right. feet. We've been... Oh. <laughs> it's not. All right. I thought you were... <laughs> 
Oh my god. You feel for a toy, but you really do clench. Is mics off? Is mics off? Top three. In Paris. All right. Give it to Now, just so that people at home know, are you going to be reading it or will it be mine? We're going to have to translate it, won't we? Yeah, it's not great for radio, but we'll give it a bash. Have a guess what that one is? <laughs> oh, that's a oh, F-U. The finger? The finger of love? Yeah. Um, okay, so. Okay. Number one hot tip for clown school. Get immersed, all right? You've just got to gotta let yourself go. You've got to just, just let it rot leave, you. Leave your ego at the door. Yeah, all right? leave and your mini car in the garage. <laughs> just get into it. <laughs> Okay, that's a great tip. That's, did you learn Sometimes that the hard way? it's really challenging to be part of this team. Right? I just love how Hunter just loves his jokes so much. Just wants Do you know like what it. he did to me last week? Was it last week or the week before? He texted me being like, babe, how much was clown school? I told him. And I was like, why are you thinking to go? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely thinking to go. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. You're going to go. You're going to find yourself, whatever. He was like, that was an absolute joke. It's because she came over to clown school, told me all about it. And I was like, you paid for that. You paid for that humiliation. <laughs> okay, tip two, tip okay. two. Okay, number two. Sorry, tip two. Number two, always wear your clown nose, all right? So the first week we got given clown noses. You didn't? Yeah. Okay. Um, and you have, to, you have to, when you get up to do your clowning routine, you've got to wear your nose, otherwise you get sent back to sit down and then you miss your turn. Well, I think that's well, fair well, enough really? because if you're going to go to clown school, you've got to be serious. Like, that's you, like you're yeah. there to be a clown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're not there to muck around. No, no. Clown, clown. There's a... It's very technical to be a clown, all right? For the yes. routine and everything, you know, the music starts, you come out with your partner, you've got to walk around two circles, have complicity with the audience, have complicity with your partner. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Complicité. Complicité, uh, en français. Um, and then you, you stop and then you have to decide who's going to do the show. And it's all, you know, it's all very technical. Oh, it does, yes. It's all very yes. technical. Did, they, did they drag in it? some of the famous clowns into the clown school to, you know, give you a bit of a perk up? Like yeah. Ronald McDonald or Bozo the Clown. from Agro, um, uh, Doink the Clown. The, the wrestler, did he come in? Did they bring them back in to give you a bit of a perk up? All right. Okay, tip right. three. <laughs> Number three. Tip three. Tip three. Um, it takes more than five weeks to find your clown. Oh, no. Did you know that before you signed up for the five-week course? <laughs> That's just the introductory <laughs> Who course. was your clown? So when they got there, Dave, everybody was assigned a clown. Someone else in her class was assigned Pauline Hanson. When she worked at the fish and chip shop. Yeah. So okay. what, you, what, what was your clown? Did it have a name? Um, yes. My name was uh, Molly Smiles. Molly, Molly smiles. smiles. Did you get to name her? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah. I like that. And it was a Welsh traditional clown, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, you yeah. didn't think about calling her the Bonnie Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> or Gaynor to her friends? <laughs> <laughs> Yet to be on the tag team. Um, what's, what's, your, what's your number one trick that you've learnt? What, you, what can you show us? Well, you don't can really you... show anything. No, you don't time. show, Dave. What are you talking about? That's not, cool. that's not the clown five-week way. course and you've got nothing yeah, to show. You... <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, I think we better wrap it up. That was, that's, that's it. She's got her hanky out. Oh, it's still going. Oh, it's still going. It's Whoa, going. That's one big it? long hanky. <laughs> it's, it's the tag team just with Harry. Joy.org.au. Dave, you've got to get in on that, mate. Oh, no, I know, I know. I missed around. rehearsal. Sorry. You, you did miss rehearsal. Yeah, Harry, start us off, babe. What's going on with Lorna? Oh, God, so much. She's got a new phone. She's got a smartphone now. <gasps> really? One of the popular ones. Well, she's already well. pretty good at that. Yeah. It's not she's, bad on the tablet. No, she's got the tablet, but now she's got the phone to match, so she is loving herself sick. Great. Um, she's very mobile with it, but she's still... Um, she's turning mobile with it. Yeah, well, she's still turning it off at night. Oh, that's Aww. sweet, isn't it? Well, you don't want anyone to call. Well, exactly. That's and right. then I was like, just put it on uh, flight mode. She's like, but I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it doesn't mean that you, you are going to go on a flight if you put it on <laughs> right, there. I'm not going to make you fly. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going anywhere. I was like, all right. But 
giant revelation that I didn't realise was when I was overseas, I went to France clowning. Oh, bragging. Oh, you should have mentioned it. <laughs> when I was overseas, like, Nan's never been out of Wales. She's never left Wales. The furthest she's been, I think, is probably London. Well, that's out of Wales. Oh, yeah. I mean the UK. <laughs> I mean the UK. Listen. Sorry, sorry. Oh, she's never left the country at all. She never left the UK. Really? I should say. Did yeah. you try and get her over to France? Well, she said she's been to Paris. What? I was like, what do you mean you've been to Paris? She was like, yeah, I went up and saw the Sacre Coeur, been to oh. Montmartre. I was like, you, wh- when? Well, she was like, well, I went on a bus trip and I fell over and then they never let me go again. <laughs> Wow. Really? She had a fall on the trip. She had a fall in Paris. Really? And that was the end of and it. And they, to probably. And they got her on quick. Because she was like, oh, was there loads of people sitting on the steps trying to sell you stuff? You didn't get conned by those bracelet people, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Nen! So, <laughs> massive much revelation. Much more worldly than you thought. And um, I went to Venice as well. And my mum's been to Venice. And I've never, I've never been on holidays properly with my mum. But she's been to Venice. Nen's been to Paris. It was... It was like I was on holidays with them. Right. Minus You've a turned four. Nan Dog into a bragging session, so yeah, you must need to be in the yeah. but when, Especially for me, who spent the last seven weeks in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Dave's mum been? Diddly squat, probably. Did your mum just been to Venice, Dave? No, I don't know. Oh, so. Too busy making clown shoes for that gang. <laughs> that was my greatest Oh, moment. I spoke to my Nan Mon yesterday, and she's in a oh. world of strife because you know she loves her colouring in. Yes. She's in a colouring in club where they do mindfulness, bit of colouring in. She calls it her drawings, which is stretching the truth. <laughs> stretching the truth. But she loves it because she often wins first prize. So the idea is they have a week to so she stays do, inside doing the colouring lines. in, yeah. And then you hand it in and it gets judged. But the woman doing the judging is sick of it. She doesn't want to do it anymore. So she's changed the rules. Then now you have to fill an entire booklet of twenty four pictures before it gets judged. <gasps> Nan's cracked it. She goes, I'm not, not going to go anymore. I don't want to wait twenty four weeks to get judged. That's, that's, that's only one. twice a year. Yeah, that's. Every six months. And she wants the ribbons. I think she wants the ribbons. Did any of your nan's drawing ability uh, go down the uh, family tree to you, Hunter? Uh, No. No? No. I am one of the least artistic people in the world. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, visually artistic. Obviously, I'm a beautiful dancer, a stunning singer, and a real wordsmith. But when it comes to uh, arts of the pen, I am but a fool. (laughs) That was just an example of my great English skills. Um, Do you reckon you could get your hands on any of those... Drawings? Oh, absolutely. I Just try and stop it. Every time I go in there, I have to go through the book. Can you say to Mon yeah. that we'll judge? Yeah, send them all in. We'll yeah. be like, oh, this week you got first, second and third, Mon. <laughs> well them, done to Get you. Brenda's in, Bernie's. That's right. We could, start a, we could start a tag team rival club where she just posts that to us. Oh, my God. We can post, she can post us hers. We'll post her ours. It's going to be amazing. Does she like the Harry Potter ones? Oh, I don't think she's probably done a Harry, but she'd love it. She loves the lyrebird, that sort of thing, oh. you know, more artist, more sort of nature-based ones. Wow. Um, but it'd be a good perk up for her because she's been very sick, and when she gets sick, she goes a bit, you know, ooh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and the other day she got $500 out of the ATM and what? then lost it. Right, oh, lost no. It. Completely lost it. Couldn't work out where she put it. They searched the whole car. They went in and out of the shops. She couldn't find it. Then two days later, she gets out of the car. In a bra. Falls out of a Melways. <gasps> she finds <laughs> it. Melways. <laughs> falls on the ground. Blow, starts to blow away. They have to run over and get it. I said, why was it in the Melways? She just couldn't tell. Quick quick update as well. Sorry, I forgot to tell you this. But um, I went to see Pam Lai <gasps> when I was home. Nan's, Nan's frenemy. Nan's Ooh, frenemy. Pam Lai. Was she happy to see you? She wasn't in. Oh, I bet uh, she was in, crouching yeah, behind the door exactly. probably. Well, then I was um, in Nan's and Nan couldn't rest. She was like, oh, I don't know what to do. I was like, what's going on? She's like, well, every time you've come, 
Pam's come over like 10 minutes later and she keeps missing you and I really want her to see you. And yeah. I was like, oh, you want to brag about something? Well, because you've lost all that weight. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm looking great. Um, so so she was like, look, I'll just, I'm will just i going to ring her. I was like, Nan, don't ring Pam to come over. <laughs> Have a look at you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, listen, I've seen Brian out this morning and he's been changing a tyre on his car. He's obviously got a puncture for somewhere. I don't know where he's got that from. I was like, of course you don't know where he's got it from. It's not your car. Let Brian change your wheel if he wants to change your wheel. She just gets you to stare by the lounge window and makes Pam have a look from her house. Yeah, exactly. They're just <laughs> having to the stare blinds. off. They're like a pair of cats. Um, oh, that was good. So then, uh, so then Nan's like, oh, well, I got a ringer. So then Nan rings Pam. Pam doesn't answer, goes to answer the phone. And Nan's like, it's answer phone. I was like, well, leave a message. <laughs> so, so, so Nan's like, aye, Pam, it's only me. Listen, we've got our marriage here. She's on from Australia. I've told you that. I told you that. But look, she'd love to see you. Pop over if you can. She'll be here for the next... Are you going to be here for an hour? I was like, well, ten minutes. But yeah, sure, I'll stay here for an extra hour. Come well, like, she's as thin as a crisp. <laughs> yeah. yes. Come over, because, you know, she's off to France in a little while. And uh, she's going fine. We're awful proud. Yeah, awful yeah. proud of her. She probably didn't mention clown school. Then. No, 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 she didn't. She, she just said, oh, she's seen some parts of the world, mind, and she? Joy 94.9 is a GLB TIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.